That was really fun to go to a concert with you. And then it's going to be fun, I think, to talk to you today about music as well. Welcome back to In Residence. I'm Keith. And I'm Laura. Hey, Laura. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. What have you been up to? This week, highlight, maybe? You and I got out on a date night. Parents signed out. Mm Mm-hmm. And we went to the John Batiste concert. Yeah, at First Avenue in Minneapolis. I don't believe I have been to a concert there in over 20 years. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of the last time I'd been there to see a show. Yeah. So it was fun. That was really fun. It was packed. Yeah. We were, we were up above with the, the elder music lovers, I think is what I said. <laughs> and we were, we were all bopping and we were all into it. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. But. Some true fans. So... Enjoying some music and enjoying music with you. We're both musical people. We had talked about using our time to talk about albums that influenced us to become who we are or really left an impression on us. We were thinking we could each think of five albums that had a big impact on us, right? That's kind of what you said. Yep. And I was like, okay, okay, this this could be really easy or really hard. And it was kind of both. I, I didn't think of too many right away. And then now I have a really long list and we, we may save some for another time. <laughs> yeah. You probably have more honorable mentions than you do on the list of five. Yeah. I have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get into it? I think so. I'm so excited to hear what one of your albums is. Trying to figure out where to start. I was grouping it in my head. I started doing it chronologically. And I kind of jumped around, but then I realized, oh, what else was I listening to at like 10 years old? And then it went to like middle school. And then I had a big absence in high school because I was listening to the same stuff. I was I was listening to music from the same artists that I'm going to be talking about that really lit me up and got me into music. And that lasted for quite a while until like college, I started finding a little more. And then there was another gap. So it's just, it's just interesting. I'm like, I wonder where to start. I figured start at the beginning. Yeah. It's always a good place to start. So Metallica's Black Album. Okay. That dropped in 1991, and I'm pretty sure I heard it right away. You're a wee pup. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> all over the radio. My sister had the probably the tape, I'm guessing. We had tapes back then. I don't think we had very many CDs. Mm-hmm. It just grabbed a hold of me, and I don't think it's... They've never let go. <laughs> I mean, I probably listened to that music on that album every day for a couple of years, probably. And they toured on that for like three years. And I saw them in 94. What was it about the album? You said it grabbed you. I, I think it just, I just had this reaction to the guitar sound and the energy. I, I was just like magnetized to it. <laughs> I would just listen to it all the time, like playing Lego in my room or just hanging around in my room. Like, actually, I was probably doing stuff that kids do now. Who were we watching that where they talked about this? And I'm like, that's so true. I did that. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson. Oh, uh, yeah. In her special, she was talking about TikTok. Yeah. And how t- like kids now <laughs> are doing the things that if somebody caught us doing it in our room, we would have like been mortified. Been mortified. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was probably like dancing around and like singing to Metallica and, and like, and then like chilling and like playing Lego or something, you know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. action figures, you know, I was pretty little. Your He-Man or... Well, that was much younger. That was... Okay. This was post-He-Man. And <laughs> yeah. It's hard to even find words. I quickly started diving into the back catalog 
over the next few years, I started working my way back, like Injustice for All, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, Kill Em All. Okay. So yeah. I think most people that know you know that. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. You're a big fan. I probably couldn't have named a Metallica song when you and I first met. Right. But throughout the years, we've had the fortune of meeting them at first. At first, Avenue, yeah, Seventh Street actually. Entry, yeah, yeah. They had um, a book signing. Yep. So we met them. I remember I've been to their concert, pregnant at least with child number one at one of the concerts. We go down to um, Quad Cities. Quad Cities. Yep. Yeah. I was on the Death Magnetic tour. Can I tell you one of my favorite memories? Yeah. Of you, <laughs> so silly. We were at one of the concerts, the Death Magnetic concert. We were rocking, and then at one point, they drop all these amazing, huge and small and different sized beach balls. Solid black. Solid black. With Metallica logo on it, right? Yeah. And we knew it was coming because we had already been to the Quad Cities. And so here come down all of these big, gigantic beach balls. And I remember looking over at you saying, grab one. And you grabbed it. And I think you thought I said, grab it and pop it. You said pop it. And so didn't you pop You pop this thing? You said- I can't remember how you did that. Get it. I'm like, okay. And you're like, <laughs> pop it. And what you meant to say was deflate it so deflate, that we can hold on to it. Deflate and it. And you said, pop it. And so <laughs> when Laura tells me something, I jump. <laughs> And I was short-circuited because I couldn't believe I got my hands on You're one. You're so excited. Because, I mean, it was like two times wider around than me. And I'm yeah. kind of a big dude. It wasn't like a small beach ball. We still have that with tape over the hole of that. Well, we got another one, though, too. Oh, did we? Yeah, we have. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. It's in a box somewhere. Like, I'm sure. You know. I don't I don't just like wander around the house playing with these beach balls. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep it moving here. Okay. I wanna Sounds hear, good. I want to hear one of yours. Yep. I'm going to start with something that, well, you probably won't be surprised, but my guess is you probably didn't think I would put it first. So one of the albums that I picked was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. That's exactly what I thought you would pick. Really? From yeah. 1995? Yes. Okay. All right. That's 100% what I thought you would pick. Really? Why yeah. did you think I'd pick it? I'm curious. Because you you kind of always bring it up. Like when we get nostalgic, like we kind mm -hmm. of are right now, and we think about the time when I think music really grabbed us. That seems to come back up. Like, I didn't quite know yeah. it for a, a few years, like when we were first together. But then after a while, when we talked about it once, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense because that was a really good album. It was. And it came out at a time when it was right before I got my driver's license and right after. So I was working at the Waterslide Park. And I remember when I got to work in the mini golf house <laughs> and check people in and stuff, I would just play Alanis Morissette straight. I just remember it being kind of the album of the summer for me. The thing that grabbed me about it the most, I really like the music, but the reason why it really spoke to me, I think, is because there was a piece of it where it was, it was almost some of the songs really focused on standing up for yourself and standing your ground and being proud of who you are, even if people reject you even if people don't see what you have to give. So it, it almost had this like empowerment, like you do you, damn everyone else <laughs> that doesn't see the value you can add, just go for it and be you. That really spoke to me and influenced me. 95? 95. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a huge time, that age. Oh yeah. 16, uh, right? 15, Probably? 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that was that was the first one that I wrote down that I remember listening to out and about 
Like I'd listen to my Walkman on like middle school band trips and stuff like that. You know, like I always had Guns N' Roses in my ear, like Chili Peppers in my ear or Aerosmith, probably Aerosmith. Like their greatest hits or something? No, the one with the cowl utter on them. Get a grip. That one. (laughs) But this one, it symbolizes more than that for me. It's more freedom. Yeah. Like you're kind of growing into adulthood and. um, Especially as as you're about to get your license and stuff and you. And you have your first job that isn't babysitting. Right. And where we're from, we spend a lot of time in our cars listening to music because we have to drive to get places. Right. If we want to go do something, like there's not a lot around us. We grew up in outside of suburbs. Like we're not, we're, 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 I don't know how to say rural very well. Rural? Yeah. We're in the country. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to you. What's another one on your list? So I want to mention real quick, like at that time. Sure. What stood out to me that I forgot about. No doubt, Tragic Kingdom came out. Mm. That was one of my jams. Yeah. But I was in middle school. Of course you were. I was a little younger. <laughs> I mean, I remember Alanis Morissette coming out, but when I caught wind of Tragic Kingdom, and, and they had a couple radio singles, but then I got the album and that really hit with me. So that's like an honorable mention because it that's was one a, of my honorable big, mentions too. It was a big yeah. deal. Love Gwen Stefani. So the next one that probably had the most impact on me is Elvis Costello and the Attractions, their first album, This Year's Model. Elvis Costello came out with his first album, but then this is the first one with the Attractions, and it's the first album of his I heard. And I was probably in middle school, maybe just going to high school. I can't really remember. Okay. My hockey coach is the one that turned me on to Elvis Costello. Oh, that's cool. That really hit because it was a little more the new wave sound. And I, I, I listened to heavier rock music and alternative music. And then this was like the precursor to that. Plus it was from across the pond and it, and it had a little more pop feeling to it in a way. Yeah, it does. Uh, but for like the lasting impact, Elvis Costello's influence on me really, it really aligned with the where I went with music as I was growing because I listened to rock music, but I was in choir and I was in band. I went to school for music. It's all orchestral music, right? It's all, what's the word? Um, old white people music, right? <laughs> like, almost no way. <laughs> but he also dipped his toes in that, and he's done scores, and he's done country albums, and I've always shied away from country. Yeah. And yet, I would try his album out, because it's like, well, what? And that's how I would start to discover music, is like, what do the people I like, like? His tastes are so eclectic, it's opened up, it opened up my world to a lot of different genres or a lots of different types of artists like Lucinda Williams. Uh, the reason yeah. I heard of her is because of him. Uh, Alan Toussaint, right? We yeah, went and saw them right. play and on and on, I'm sure. But That's one thing I really appreciate him as a musician. He is so, I don't know if versatile is the word, but he is so good at leaning into different genres, like you were saying. That's one thing that impressed me is just how much he's not just rock, but he's leaning into jazz. He's leaning into like the Alan Toussaint work, River and Reverse. So good. Like Burt Bacharach, his album with oh, yeah. him. Very eclectic to me. So that was another musician that I kind of thrust upon you. And was, and yeah. I was like, you like this because I like it so much. <laughs> let's go to some shows. Let's <laughs> let's get around and go see them. And- yeah. And I, I will admit, although I've learned more about Metallica, sometimes the constant the the beat 
and the, um, the drive drive the aggressiveness creates a little bit of anxiety in me <laughs> right i yeah you've told me that where it just you know it's kind of like whoo starting to feel a little it, it's so funny because because to me <laughs> it does the opposite it actually it's actually soothing in a way it's like a way for me to match that frequency or something but it's just that's yeah. just the way i'm wired yeah okay so that's two for me what's 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 the second one for you Okay, so I'm going to go to another one that I don't think is going to surprise you, Green Day Dookie. And just to, again, this one came out when I was a teenager. I remember puzzling in my room with Green Day Dookie. I had the t-shirt. I thought you gave it to the kid. To child two? Or child one? One. No, I bought him one that looked just like mine. okay. I was trying to find it. I may have donated it. (laughs) I might have. Anyway, somebody probably enjoys it. But Green Day Dookie was one of my albums that I listened to all the time. When I was preparing for today and thinking about it, the music had a certain level of angstiness to it. Not as much as like Metallica does for me. It wasn't as aggressive. It was, No, but it had a little bit of drive and a little angsty, almost a little poppy. I really liked the sound. I thought the lyrics also, and strangely looking back... We're also kind of in that, like, we're just doing the best we can, even though not everything's quite right, sort of that feel. So it really kind of maybe was the 90s vibe. I don't know. Well, it's, I mean, we're hearkening back to like the mid 90s. And that's when we were both adolescents turning into young adults. Right. So it makes sense that that's that age. That's what, and that's what's on the radio too. I mean, it's kind of what's fed to us. Yeah. So I, I really like that album. That was one that had a hidden track yeah. at the end. I listened to it all the time. Now that we've been together, you've opened my eyes and my world to a lot of music that I didn't necessarily grow up with or knew existed just because I grew up with whatever was on the radio for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I listened to kind of a pop station <laughs> like KDWB mm-hmm. <laughs> is what I listened to for the most part. Nobody's going to know what that means. No, but it's like a pop station, like a, you know. Top 40. In the Twin Cities. More dance music. Yeah. But uh, since I've gotten to know more music, since I've known you, Green Day reminds me a lot of The Clash, The Ramones, which I also really dig. It's just, I didn't learn about them first. Yeah. I remember when you discovered The Clash and you like went all in and I was like, right on. I'm like. I loved it. I know about the Ramones and the Clash, but I've never, I, I just kind of always knew about them a little bit and like, right. and enjoyed it. But then like you started diving in and I'm like, oh, I better catch up. Laura's, she's going <laughs> deep into this. And I'm like, oh, there's so much here. And yeah. there's all so many artists like that in the back of my head. I'm always like, you should take some time to really dive into these artists. Cause that was part of my list as I was going, I, I was thinking of Tom Waits, someone that I'm like, I need to, to learn some of this, just sure. like the Clash and Husker do, and I have yeah. a bunch of their records, but it didn't it didn't grab hold of me as much as some of the other albums that I'm gonna be talking about here. I didn't mean to butt in so much. No, that's fine. Get all excited. Yeah, I know. We can geek out about this stuff. Do you want to do your next one? I'm I'm conflicted. Why are you conflicted? Because a big one came up after I'd already made a like a list of like twenty, but so I'm gonna <laughs> stick to my initial five, I think, and then did you put them in order? Um What do you mean order? Like the most impactful, the second most, because I didn't do it in order. I didn't try to, 
but Metallica, Black Album, and Elvis Costello, This Year's Model, probably two of the most influential albums in my life. Yeah. In a way of, it led me to more of their music, which impressed me just as much, if not more. Sure. And and then, like I said, opened up other artists yeah. because of them. That like I would hear about them talking about. So anyway, the next one I'm going to throw out is Once, the soundtrack. Oh, good one. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I have a soundtrack on my, on my list. I was like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so that came out in, I think, 2007. Okay. But I don't think I heard about it until 2008. Yeah. Because I remember listening to it all the time after we saw the movie, which I don't think we saw until around that time. But I listened to that album. We got the album. And I listened to it all the time when I was driving down to Red Wing for guitar. Okay. And so that's why I know it was around 2008, because that's when I was going down there. And so that was Glenn Hansard, right? Right. That was my introduction to him. I don't think I would have found his music if I hadn't seen that movie. I, I'm sure we talked about it on here. I swear we have. It, it was one of those things where I, like, my jaw dropped open when I heard him playing in the movie. And I'm like, I have, this better be on the soundtrack. And I went, I bought the soundtrack and it was the version of Say It To Me Now, like mm. solo. So that opened up my world to the frames. And then, and then he kind of started his solo career around that same time or, you know, in the, in the swell season with Marquette Glova. What's funny now, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I was so drawn to his music, right? That it, it led me to more of his stuff and to find him and seek him out. And then we went on that journey together of finding his music. And I, but I was always like, isn't this great? And you're like, yeah. And then we went to his shows. Sure did. And we met him. Yeah. You know, we got to meet him. And so I was, I'm just realizing like, if I like something enough, I end up making contact with these people, which is kind of fun. Anyway, I love Glenn Hansard. That album was really good, is really good. And I find myself going back to it every now and then. I don't know why, but I was driving Child One to school. Is it a week ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you brought or up so. Falling Slowly, right? You Falling Slowly from the Once Broadway came on. And I just sat there. I'm like, this is okay, but it's not Glenn Hansard. I was sitting there on the way to school saying, I'm going to play the next one for you. And you're going to hear the difference. And he was he humored me. Yeah. But then that wasn't quite what I was thinking either. And so then I had to find his version from the frames and play that. I'm like, now this is what I'm talking about. It was fun. We were having a little compare the same song from different artists and different albums. Yeah, different versions of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things I loved the most about Glenn Hansard during COVID, he would have, was it lives? He would do live, yeah, live streams and he would play music. And he would play music either at his piano at his house. Yeah. Did he go to like a library He was or in this library. And so it was when everything was shut down and you couldn't really do these things. So he was in the middle of this library by himself. Just gorgeous. But that's something I'll, I'll remember. We would, you know, sit in our bed and watch, watch the lives together and, mm -hmm. or put them on the TV and have the whole family watch them. It, yeah. was, it was a special memory. Really good music. So full of heart and soul. I really like his vibe and what he does in his music. But yeah, let's keep going. What, what do you got? Okay, the next one that I'm going to talk about, an album that I listen to a lot in my commutes and when I'm working and things like that. It is also a soundtrack, mm. the Hamilton soundtrack. 
I was hoping you were going to pick it because I didn't. Because I'm like, I think we'll give that one to Laura. She can probably pick that one. (laughs) Well, and, you know, it's interesting uh, because it's another one where I listen to it so much. And I learned about it from you because you were listening to it at work. Mm -hmm. You had it basically on repeat. Mm -hmm. We knew the entire play before we went to see it, except for maybe one spot where there's two sentences that aren't on the soundtrack. I remember how blown away I was by it. Haha, uh-huh, punny. Uh-huh. It's one of the songs, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> In there. <laughs> blow us all away or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blow us all away. I I simply have continued to use that in a number of ways when I'm driving, when I just want to sing along. You and I once. <laughs> On road trip. Yeah, well, road trips, absolutely. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, I remember there was one time that you and I, I think the kids were at one of our parents. So what we ended up doing was, we might have went to supper, I have no idea, but we sat each with a glass of red wine and took turns singing, and we sang the entire album. That was our fun for the night. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. If you were Eliza sometimes, sometimes I was Hamilton, <laughs> because we knew the words better, like, hold on, I know I know the words. Or I'd be like, hold on, I got this. I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. But we had the lyrics up. It was kind of like our own karaoke. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That was a blast. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good album. Good play, whatever. I listened to it at least two or three times a week when it was released. To this day, if I need to get down to business and get something done, especially at work, something that's really complicated, I'll put my earbuds in, go to a coffee shop. Or close my office door, put my earbuds in, and start with Hamilton. And I hear that dun 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 dun, and I'm I'm off to the races. <laughs> and so I don't know music helping to really create that space of of focus. Do you have any albums that were impactful for you that that you leverage in that way? Either ones you've already shared or any others. I can't do the type of work that you do to that kind of music. Like, I can't write and listen to Hamilton. That, I wouldn't be able to focus. Oh, it's some of my favorite writing music. But I can, I can, (laughs) I can build to it. I can cut wood. I can measure things. So for that, I'll put on Pearl Jam, the Chili Peppers, Metallica, uh, Sandra Lerke. Um, I didn't put any of his albums on the list. All right. Honorable mention. Yeah. Sandra Lerke, anything. Phantom Punch. That's one of your favorite. That's where we saw him at 7th Street Entry, actually. It was. Ah, we're bringing it all back to first half. Yeah, we are. Uh, Who knew? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't write and listen to music that I really like or it's intricate that I get. I need more either, like I'll put on like Andre Segovia or I'll go to like the classical music app that Apple came out with now and I'll put on like Schubert or or something like that. Some instrumental stuff or something in the background. But if I'm in the workshop. Yeah. That's a different type of work where I can listen. I'll listen to Hamilton. I mean, that's what I was listening to Hamilton doing. But yeah. yeah. So enough about Hamilton. I want to hear what's next on your list. John Baptiste, We Are. Yes. And I want to put World Music Radio on there too. But <laughs> our list of five is turning into 30. Yeah. But We Are came out in 21. And I discovered John Baptiste from watching Colbert when we were in the big pause and we watched that every night and he was doing it for like from his house. And then he'd always check in with John Batista and I'm like, who is this 
amazing piano player that just oh goodness his yeah. smile just makes me warm inside and like such a good soul just witnessing him be a a person on tv even so i I'll look him up and i'm like oh he's got like a few albums out you know jazz and some kind of classical feeling things and you dig in and you learn a little more and you're like oh he's got an album coming out i'm like sweet so ordered that before i even heard the single uh signed copy of the uh, the vinyl yeah. It showed up and then I think he won like all the Grammys for that record. <laughs> Thanks. So. Not that that you can tell he's not making the music to win awards and doing it for the right reasons and you can feel it. Yeah. We got to go see him the other night and it was amazing. He played a few tracks off of We Are. He played a bunch off of the new album. He started walking around in the encore with his melodica playing through the crowd. He came up by us. Didn't meet him per se, but I I got to like give him a little pat on the arm. It was really cool. So happy that I got to like connect with him, quote unquote. Yeah, we are in World Music Radio too. I'm just kind of lumping them together, but they're they're very different and similar all at the same time, and so fun. I'll put those on at any time while you're puzzling. If I want to bust out like a Lego, or if I'm doing laundry, or I'm vacuuming, like I'll just throw these records on, and they'll get me moving and grooving and. <laughs> just lifts my mood even like the sadder songs butterfly or cry just lights me up i'm smiling yeah you are (laughs) did you have that on your list i didn't because i thought it might come on your list okay so let's keep it moving i'm (laughs) gonna keep saying that because we'll be here for like three hours just talking about music music and and everyone will be like oh my goodness yeah well what i'm hoping (laughs) is that people are are hearing it and they're making a list or adding these things and, and listening to them the next time they have a chance. Let us know if you find something you haven't heard or that you like. Yeah. Or just something that you're like, yeah, me too. Or let us know something that you think would be on our list. Because I love finding new music. Yeah, me too. So keep going, Laura. What do you got? This is where it gets a little hard because there's more albums on my list than what we're going to talk about. I'm going to go with Regina Spector, Begin to Hope from 2006. I listened to this one again a lot in my 30s. I remember seeing the CD case sitting around a lot. Yeah, bright yellow. She plays piano on a lot of the tracks. And I love the lyrics. They tell a story. I love singing along. And that is one, if I ever had a stressful day or I was just tired because I was in a early momhood fog (laughs) during many of those years i would just crank that up put down a window sing at the top of my lungs i really like the music it reminds me a little of fiona apple that was another one of my albums and my jams back in the day because of the prominence of the piano and since i play piano i love to see musicians that can really highlight that in their work especially now because that's not as typical it's fallen away. I yeah. just saw some somebody talking about how that as an instrument in music is really fading away, which is yeah. really interesting. It is. Actually, like the attractions had organ, a lot of organ and piano. Yep. You have Steve Naive. Yep. Right? John Batiste, obviously. Oh, my goodness. So, wait, I just need to stop for a second. Yeah. The encore. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you about the encore for John Batiste a little bit? Tell us, Laura. Tell us. <laughs> I think he just came out by himself, right? For the first. Yeah. And he started just kind of playing around on the piano, playing some for Elise, little Beethoven. Mm. Then went into Star Spangled Banner, like very traditional. Like just a line. Just a line. And we're like, oh, well, there's yeah. a little, okay, that's a something. 
but then back into more classical Beethoven type. Yeah, like in the same key, right? Like he was just inter- interjecting it. And then he was getting more into Star Spangled Banner, but then he went between all these different Americana genres. I mean, he went to like Maple Leaf Rag, like oh, ragtime yeah. feel, bebop type stuff, and then brought it back. And so he's just interjecting real American music with what people think of as the American song. Yeah. And it was, it was, I'm getting chills right now. Me too. It was like at the end, It, it it's one of somebody that can have that much talent to pull that off and have everyone just be like, whoa, mm-hmm. just fantastic. Step off my soapbox on John yeah. Batiste a little bit. I I wanted to put somebody and include them that really use the piano as a prominent instrument just because it's something that I've been playing since I was four, three, four. I, I just loved hearing how people can do that in a way that's so powerful. So Regina Spector. Yeah, I love that. Several people on my list or albums have a lot of piano in it. And like, you're right. You don't find it quite as much anymore. The other thing, John Batiste was playing guitar a lot. And I was like, that's right. And and he played saxophone and melodica yeah. and keyboard and was playing the drums. And I'm like, oh, that's right. He went to Juilliard and he is a, an amazing music, like multifaceted musician. And I was just, it was just so much fun to see somebody just be able to express so much mm-hmm. with different instruments and, and create music. It was, it was so much fun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Keep All going. right, Keith, what is your next one? It's, well, this would be my fifth. What's your fifth one? I think I might steal yours. Yes, possibly. I'm not sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it fairly current. Okay. And I heard this artist on 89.3 The Current for the first Ooh. time. So I'm going to pick Love Lines LP. Yes. They have such a great album. Yeah. That album was amazing. And so are all the other ones that we've listened to since we discovered them. And we also went and saw them play live. Yeah. I'm I'm noticing I'm noticing that I I picked um everyone I picked I've seen live and they're amazing huh. live musicians. I didn't think of that as as I was making my list. Huh. That's yeah. So LP, what is it? One Like You? That was the song that grabbed yeah, me. Yeah, One Like You. And it just, it grabbed hold of me. All this music, is, something about it has just grabbed hold of me and not let go and pulled me in deeper to go discover more of what else they've done. I mean, you could probably talk some more about it too, but they have piano in their band also and in, in, in their music. I think we've we've talked about them. So I just wanted to include it because it's something new. And I like the fact that I've discovered Newly discovered music to me in the last, say, five or 10 years, where there felt like a long period, like in my 30s, where I wasn't really finding a whole lot of music, new mm. music that was really grabbing me. And so I like that there's newer music that yeah. is grabbing hold of me and, and like I'm leaning into and, and finding a lot of joy in listening to. If you have anything to say about that, you can, or let's move on to your next one. Okay. Well, you know, I love LP. Yeah. They almost made my list. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. That's another one I have on constantly between Love Lines and Churches. Those are the two albums that I listen to pretty consistently. Okay. What's your what's your last pick here? Should I I'm like circling my finger over the page. Okay. We'll we'll run through a list of stuff that we leave off here or maybe we'll do like a post on the website that people can go to. Sounds good. So what do you got? The last one I'm gonna talk about is Lizzo. Okay. I'm torn on which album. It's either Cause I Love You. Or special. I'm going to go with special. No, I'm going to go with Because I Love You. (laughs) Okay, get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I picked this one as a album that is influential to me. I know that a lot of people really enjoyed her music, and I have too. And I think that there's just an incredibly strong message that she shares through her music about you doing you, no matter who you are, what you look like, you can get up and do what it is you love. No apologies, just go for it. You are special. So that's why I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, that song just gets me. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that there are people cheering for you, even if you don't know it, you do have something to bring to the world that's incredibly powerful. And don't let what you think other people are thinking of you stop you from doing that. So powerful, powerful music. Right on. So do you know the, the five you listed? Yeah. Okay. I thought we could list off the five that we picked. Okay. So I listed Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, Green Day Dookie, Hamilton, the soundtrack, Regina Spector, Begin to Hope, and Lizzo, Special. Okay, so I had Metallica, the Black Album, This Year's Model, Elvis Costello and the Attractions, Once, the Motion Picture Soundtrack, however you would say that, you'll find it. We Are, John Batiste, and Love Lines, LP. There's a whole bunch more that I'll like throw in the show notes or link to a post where we just list a bunch of stuff that came to our minds that we put on, but we're like, okay, that might be a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I love having something to listen to. A lot of the things I I realized coming up with the list. So just like I said about getting recommendations from these artists, seeing what they like. A lot of the music that I listed here was because people I know and like shared the music with me and said, hey, come listen to this, or you should check this out. That's kind of what we're doing here. And I love finding a new song that lights me up that I could throw on a playlist or in a rotation, or if I'm really lucky, leads me to an album that's just as good as the one song I heard. So I'm excited to see if anybody shares some some picks with us. Yeah. I hope they do. I do too. Anything else? The one thing I was going to ask you, just to kind of synthesize maybe what it is we just shared and talked about, because it is about sharing music. But at the core, we were we were talking about things that impacted us or influenced us. And so my overall question as I was thinking through the topic today, all of the albums that, that you picked, was there a common theme or a common thread? Or did they all support you in a different way or influence you in slightly different ways? So I, I think I, I kind of hit on this and it's, I don't, I don't know how else to quantify it besides they, they just resonated with me when I've heard any of these albums, I vibrate with it Hmm. and you can feel it. So like when I say it grabs hold of me, like I think people understand what I'm saying when you hear something and it makes your head turn and it pulls you closer to it. I don't think anything would make my list if it didn't do that. And so to me, I know that's kind of almost a non-answer because I I don't quite have the words that like that's something for me to to write about and think about like how can I vocalize that better if somebody has a song that they like I think they can understand what I'm saying yeah what about you you know what I thought was interesting this is how I somewhat came up with a question to post to you yeah as I was noticing so many of the artists and the albums that I picked had to do with really seeing someone and articulating what it was I often saw in myself or wanted to to see in myself. Mm-hmm. Whether it was from something as simple as I'm a piano player, look, there's someone else that's doing it yeah, and really doing it well. 
to the lyrics just speaking to the feelings I was having and wanting to know that it's okay and that you can stand up for yourself and you can feel strong even when you feel anything but. I think that was a theme and I think I also use music to help push me, to help keep me company. In times, I know that might sound weird. No, it makes everything you're saying makes perfect sense and is ringing, <laughs> okay. ringing so true with me. So I appreciate you being able to articulate these things that I couldn't. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, that company thing, like I said, it seems, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not like lonely Laura, but I think there's something about having music as you're puzzling, working, as you're commuting, as you're in a mommy fog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the kids are up all hours of the night. On an assembly line. Right. Yeah. So I, those were the things that really stood out to me is that I use music clearly to keep me company on my path and in moments yeah. that are quiet and loud and busy and calm. But that I also pick music that really helps me see that being who I am is powerful and that I can be seen. I think there's a connection with what you listen to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if we finish this episode by quickly listing off the other albums that were on our list but didn't quite make our top five? Sounds good. Sound good? Okay. Okay, let's let's alternate. Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Blue Album by Weezer. Thought you were going to pick that one for your top five. I'm, okay. I didn't want to be predictable. Okay. I have Riot Act, Pearl Jam from 2002. The Carpenters. Silent Alarm, Block Party. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I have Like a Virgin, Madonna, my first record. Blue Hearts, Bob Mould, which led me to his other album, Sunshine Rock. Love that one. Me too. I have Purple Rain by Prince. I have Purple, Stunt Up a Pilot. Oh, we got a theme. Phantom Punch, Sandra Lerke. The Beach Boys, Pet Sounds. Wicked, the Broadway musical. The Empyrean, John Frusciante. Wide Open Spaces by the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, but the Chicks. And Out Come the Wolves, Rancid. Rent the Broadway musical soundtrack. That might wrap it up for me too there, because I think I listed two at once. (laughs) (laughs) Bob Mould. Yeah, they both made the list. Uh, Awesome. Should we get out of here? Sounds good. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. I love you. Love you too. That one's not going to make it. I love you too. Is it neat or interesting? <laughs> I don't know. We say that a lot, don't we? Yeah, we do. I do. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my word. I feel you.